Masterminds are becoming increasingly popular with business owners. In general, they're small groups of peers that give each other advice and support regarding a variety of issues. Activities can include brainstorming ideas, education, and may even involve support for personal issues. A mastermind can serve to help an individual build a referral network, provide continued education, and be a sounding board for ideas one might have for improving their business. Today's episode is a conversation with Dr. Nell Ostermeyer, who has appeared on episodes 10 and 37. We discuss how her one-on-one coaching practice has evolved into offering masterminds for veterinarians who provide acupuncture services to their patients. Please enjoy this conversation with Dr. Nell Ostermeyer as we discuss her mastermind program and the trends she is seeing in the integrated medicine industry based on her interactions with participants in the program. Dr. Ostermeyer, it's so good to talk to you again. Yes, I'm really happy to be back, Neil. Thanks for having me. So what's going on? What's changed since we last spoke? So we last spoke about a year ago, and at that time, um, we did talk about my my business, People and Pet uh, Integrative Therapies, and what I was trying to do with that. So the mission with People and Pet Integrative Therapies, which I created, oh, a handful of years ago when I started doing quite a bit of work in the education sphere, Um Well, anyways, last year when we spoke, I was really thinking that my place in um, helping other vets to use acupuncture more often, more efficiently, and and making it more accessible to more of our veterinary patients out there was in one-on-one coaching. Um, So more of a one-on-one um, connection where I would work. Uh, my vision was I would work on projects with these veterinarians to to implement acupuncture into their practice. Um, I I won't bore you with all the little details, but over time this evolved, and I realized that um, I'm actually happier in more of a small group learning setting. And so I have created a program that I call the Everyday. Um, acupuncture for veterinarians mastermind series. It's a 10 hour race approved uh, learning series that is interactive. It's a hybrid of do at your own pace and um, live office hours so that vets have the support they need as they work through the training modules. And what I've really, really enjoyed about it is just the collegial atmosphere because um I guess I have been asked, you know, what is a mastermind? <laughs> yeah, right. So, so what the mastermind is, is it's a combination of master classes and mind sharing because there are seven training modules where you take a lot of information in. Um, these training modules are focused around um, topics or specific medical problems that, that we as vets face pretty much every day. Um, and anyways, we focus, it focuses on that and it's a lot of information to kind of put into your brain, digest, and that can all be done at your own pace. And then what I do is I provide seven live office hours during the mastermind series, and that becomes more of the mind share. So the training modules are like a masterclass, the Um, the live office hours are more of a mind share. And the other place that I do a lot of mind sharing and and get to benefit from ideas um, that are shared shared by other vets and colleagues is in the private vet 
only Facebook group that I run called Everyday Acupuncture for Veterinarians. So um, I have that space where we can connect, um, bridge gaps, uh, bridge, I guess what you would say, build bridges amongst the different programs. Because what I found after being in this field for, let's see, I was certified. I, I took the course in the IVIS course in 2010 and 11, and I've been practicing acupuncture and integrative medicine since then. So a little over 10 years, close to 12 years, is that each program um, or each of the main programs where you can become acupuncture certified or at least gain your basic education is a little bit different. And if there were a way for all of us to interface somewhere and talk about what we've learned and share, share what we've learned and highlight um, some of the differences, then it can actually augment the way that all of us are practicing. So I have that Facebook group Everyday Acupuncture for Veterinarians where we do that on an almost daily basis. Um, and then in the mastermind series, it's more, it's like getting under the microscope, but in a, not in a, in a creepy or intimidating way. I wanted to create a space where the veterinarians who were going through these training modules could ask a lot of questions about their cases or about the information that I present in the modules and, um, how the implementation is going. I wanted a space where it would not be intimidating, where, where, asking questions and presenting your cases would be really approachable. And so I only allow 15 um, veterinarians in the mastermind at each entry point. And therefore the group stay small and um, we're able to have that more intimate um, relationship, I guess you could say that more intimate connection where um, we're all signing in or most of us are signing in because you don't have to attend live uh, but you're not in a large group setting where it might be a little harder to uh, admit that you're having a tough time with the case. You know, I think as veterinarians, a lot of times we feel like we need to know all the answers and um, be perfect at what we do. Uh, I'm sure that comes from the fact that we do deal with a lot of life and death. But at the same time, it's often good enough to just make a difference. And so I focus on that a lot in the office hours, not so much like, what is the pinnacle for this patient? How can we make a difference incrementally so that we can get to that patient's um, optimum level of comfort? And so I really think that the office hours and the feedback I've gotten from the vets who have taken the mastermind, I really think that that is a missing piece in the education programs that have been out there for integrated veterinarians. And so What's great about that is that I feel like I'm providing something unique and helpful that isn't in competition with the organizations who have supported me or who I've interacted with over the past, you know, 10 plus years, because I definitely don't want that. You know, the mastermind is, is only for veterinarians who have already completed their basic acupuncture training. So you have to, you have to have gone through one of the programs, you have to have a solid basic knowledge of where the points are and um, TCVM patterns. And then with the mastermind, we take that to the next level because you already have that base knowledge. Um, so, so that's what, that's what I'm up to as far as that mastermind series goes is just trying to get helpful information to veterinarians who want to use acupuncture more every day. And um 
I do a lot of listening. I've been listening for the past since since 2013 or 14. I think 2014 is when I started as a TA for IBIS. So um, after I got certified, I came back to IBIS because I wanted to give back. And I also wanted to take my skills to the next level. And I thought, well, gosh, if I'm a TA and I start teaching this, uh, that'll definitely happen. You know, uh, well, I kept returning year after year. And, and so they made me um, TA coordinator or they offered me the TA coordinator position. I've been doing that um, for several years now. And actually, I was just, I guess you could say promoted. I'm now I'm now the IVIS course coordinator. Um, but all of that. Yeah, I know it's kind of a huge deal. There's a lot going on this year. And you probably noticed from this interview that uh, I like to jump around a little bit because I'm I'm actually trying to share, I guess, the evolution of of why I'm in a different place than I was a year ago and why I'm offering something different, why I moved away from the one-on-one -on -one coaching and started offering this group experience. And so after listening to veterinarians over the past several years, I just became aware of some very common pain points. It's always, I don't feel confident in my TCVM diagnosis. Uh, I invested in the acupuncture course, but I never really had a chance to implement in my practice. Um, I do acupuncture, but not as much as I'd like to. Uh, for mixed vets, I get I've I've heard a lot like, well, I'm really strong with my equine, but you know, I'd really love to grow the the small animal portion. Um, or, for example, veterinarians who have quite a bit of experience with acupuncture, I've had vets six, seven, ten years out of an acupuncture course take this mastermind um, because it's a bit of a refresher. It helps get you out of your plateau of using the same points all of the time, which is another pain point that I hear. Um, and then, uh, being able or feeling more confident in treating lots of the common conditions that come in our door every day that are not arthritis or bony B or musculoskeletal. So, um, I've heard from a lot of vets in listening that, they're feeling really good about treating musculoskeletal issues and arthritis and their senior patients, except when it becomes multi-pattern and multi-problem, which one of the modules in the mastermind focuses on that. So um, just I've done a lot of listening over these several years, and I've taken that information and thought, well, what can I do to alleviate some of these pain points and help help veterinarians um, who have the desire to use acupuncture more frequently and to actually expand upon what they already have and this knowledge base that they already have and just make it easier for them, you know? And so that's what I've done with the Mastermind series and the quick reference guides that come along with it. Some of the vets who are listening to this may have, may have participated in one of my webinars and I provide quick reference guides for that too. So um, I guess you could say where I feel like I shine is in um, not so much in delving deep into theory, which we do in the um, acupuncture courses and in a lot of the longer, um, more deep dive type courses that are provided by the different organizations out there. Uh, but this is more like the five minute veterinary comp consult for the common problems that come in our door every day. 
And uh, the quick reference guides, what they do is they're not cookbook protocols. Uh, they, they do, I do go over TCVM theory. I just go over it pretty briefly because I'm relying on the fact that the veterinarians that take the mastermind or who enroll in one of the webinars that I give already have the basics down. Um, so I quickly review the TCVM theory and then shift into action. Like how can we actually um, implement this efficiently, smoothly, and get results for the patient? Um, and so we review the TCVM theory very briefly and then get into like, okay, the quick reference guide, for example, for dermatitis, if you will, um, it's going to have, um, it's broken down into sections based on uh, the signs and symptoms that we see from the Western point of view and how those relate to TCVM pattern diagnosis. And that way, if you have a dermatitis patient coming in, you can take this guide Basically, I've had vets tell me they literally take the guide into the appointments with them now, like dermatitis or chronic pain. Um, what are the other ones I have? Um, feline urinary, uh, gastrointestinal. And so they can take these quick reference guides in with them. And it's not cookbook because the veterinarian is still making the TCVM diagnosis. It's just that I'm trying to help vets not have to rely so much on recall because we all have so much information stuffed into our heads and so little time that we can't always go research every single case the way that we'd like to. So I've sort of condensed down like these are the most common TCVM patterns you would see with an allergic dermatitis patient. Now pick the one or the two that you think apply most to your patient. Here's the point protocol for it. Um, here are some next level strategies, and here are some additional tools that you can use to enhance the acupuncture uh, treatment. Um, gotcha. And so, yeah, so that's what's in each training module. Um, and then I'll mention, um, I'll definitely mention some helpful herbal formulas, but the focus really is on acupuncture, as is the focus in the, in the everyday acupuncture Facebook group for vets. Um, the focus is acupuncture. Of course, you can never isolate isolate acupuncture completely. So there will be some talk about herbs, some talk about food therapy, um, you know, medicinal mushrooms, like different things of that nature. But the idea is that we're really trying to get good at our TCVM diagnosis and then have a way to quickly um, integrate that diagnosis and transition it into a treatment plan and get results for the patient. Um, without taxing our brains too much. Um, and all of this to alleviate those pain points that I hear from veterinarians over and over again. Um, so, you know, there are seven, there are seven training modules in the mastermind series. Like I said, you can watch all of those at your own pace. I do send out lots of reminders to the mastermind group um, because the idea is that you finish the series in two months, uh, but you have four months of access. And the really cool thing that I do, um, or at least I think it's really cool, and I think most of the vets that, that take it do too because they, they show up, um, is when you take the series, the, the live office hours are spread out over two months. And the idea is that you're completing these training modules at your own pace, but there is a suggested schedule. And 
uh, that suggested schedule is because I want to make sure that uh, the vets have the support they need, that they're they're doing they're they're watching the training module, then they're going through their action plan that I suggest for each training module and have a chance to implement it. Because I mean, you can't you can't promise that a dermatitis or a multi-pattern pet or a feline urinary patient is going to come in your door right after you watch the training module. So I spread the office hours out over two months, hoping that these veterinarians will get a chance to implement and then they'll bring their questions to the office hours or they'll bring cases to the office hours so that we can pick through them and really um, dissect out the signs and symptoms, get good at the TCVM diagnosis, and then use our quick reference guides to decide how to treat. Um, and so, yeah, so that's, you know, that's the, the basic idea around each of these and um, around what I'm offering. And I am really pleased with the results so far because I've gotten so much feedback from, from the vets who have chosen to trust me and join this series. And um, I'm just so thankful for the participation. And I, it's been such a success that I'm offering it. I'm offering the mastermind entry points four times this year. So we've already had two and I'm going to have two more. The next one's in August and is still open for registration or actually I haven't even officially offered it yet. So I just let the cat out of the bag a little bit, but um, we'll start in August. And then I'm hoping if I have enough interest for that one and it fills up, then I'll offer one more um, in the fall winter. So. Gotcha. Hey, yeah. All right. So back, back, uh, you know, when you're doing individual coaching or th did you see any patterns of, uh, or what patterns did you see of, uh, practitioners having trouble, not necessarily with the, with the med with the acupuncture treatment part of it, but how about the business, uh, end of it and the integration? Were there things that led you to think, Hey, maybe, uh, uh going with a mastermind sort of approach would be a better way of doing it. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for asking that question. <laughs> um, so for sure, the business aspect is discussed. Um, first of all, it comes up in every office hours because office hours are open to any question you have about your practice or your patients. As long as it, as long as it, it falls into the, the acupuncture TCVM category, um, including how to implement that from the business standpoint. Um, and then also the first module in the mastermind series is about setup and it's about setting up success, setting up for success when it comes to your patients, um, as well as for your practice. And so in that first module, I go over some ideas around mindset and, um, setting up your patient, setting up your practice from both the business standpoint and, um, including goal setting. And then also it brings in the success for the patient, uh, which, um, what I want to say about that. So being a successful setup for the patient, I do include protocols for calming and things of that nature, but it's also about your space. Like what is, I, I actually ask the vets to think about like, what is the space that you currently have? And what would be in your mind, your vision of the ideal space to practice acupuncture? Um, because I noticed uh, that there are a lot of roadblocks around that. A lot of veterinarians don't feel like they have a space that's conducive to it. 
And that's actually a roadblock because that's in their mindset, right? So they're walking into practice, they want to offer acupuncture, and then they feel um, deficient, if you will, about the space that they're providing or the tools that they have. So we talk a bit about that in the first module. And then in the last module, it's focused, it's all, uh, the entire module is, the title is Business Implementation and Logistics. And so there are, to answer your question, a lot of pain points around business implementation, what to charge for this, what to charge for that, or I shouldn't say what, um, because I feel like it's more, we have to approach it more, how should I charge for this? How should I charge for that? Uh, it's going to be a little bit different depending on your region, your style of practice, um, maybe how much uh, time you spend in each appointment. So we talk about how to charge and strategies for that. Because one thing I've found in listening over the last several years is that that's another roadblock or pain point for vets. Um, some of them, some of them or some of us just don't even know where to start with charging or we're completely undercharging, which is not sustainable for our practice. It's not profitable for our practice. And then we're not around to make acupuncture accessible for our patients either because if it's not seen as a viable um, form of production in the uh, veterinary business, then it will get kind of pushed to the wayside. If you're an associate, it might not be supported. Um, and, you know, that's the last thing that I want is veterinarians investing in a program, their time, their energy, their money, a program that provides them with this amazing tool. And then it's actually the business side of things that keeps them from being able to utilize it. So we do talk a lot about that because it comes up and it seems to be uh, definitely frustrating for a lot of vets out there who have, um, who want to practice acupuncture, but they're just hitting some of these uh, roadblocks when it comes to business implementation. And it's not just about charging. Um, there's also the aspect of client communication. Um, how do you get the word out there? How do you talk to your clients about it? Um, you know, how do you connect with colleagues about the acupuncture that you're offering and generate referrals either within the hospital that you practice in or um, from outside or um, local hospitals in your area. Uh, so, yeah. What are the What are the demographics of the practitioners that you're you're interacting with? You know, it sounds like you know you're getting some doctors who've been out and practicing for a bit, but probably a lot of newer doctors are they Are they in traditional integrated practices? Larger practices are they on their own, trying to do holistic only? What sort of people are you interfacing with? Um, so the answer to that is yes. <laughs> so all of those types of veterinarians have taken the mastermind when I offered. Um, so I've only had two groups so far. And like I said, I'm planning to have two more in the first offer. Um, the first time I ran the mastermind, I didn't know what to expect. So I didn't limit enrollment. We actually had 35 veterinarians in the first series. Um, and the group wasn't too big. It was awesome. There was, um, because in that first series, I did every single training module live. There was time for Q&A after the training modules, as well as in the office hours. So even though I had twice as many vets, um, they had twice as much live access to me. Um, so, uh, so I had those 35 and now I have 15. So I've got 50, 50 veterinarians who have participated in this series. And 
they are from many different styles of practice, including larger five and six doctor practices where um, they're the only doctor providing integrative or providing the acupuncture or integrating it into practice. I've also had vets who are in um, anywhere from two to four doctor integrative practices where there are um, there's actually another veterinarian on staff who is offering acupuncture already. I've, I've had a handful um, of veterinarians who are uh, focused on equine, but want to build the small animal aspect of their practice. There are quite a few who are either 100% mobile already, or they'd like to offer, they'd like to be solo and mobile. And so they're taking the mastermind as sort of a jumping off point for that you know, to transition from the traditional animal hospital setting into either 100% mobile acupuncture, um, integrative only, or um, perhaps offering that part time while they work within a practice part time. And then as far as experience level, it's been everything from literally, I had, um, you know, a number of veterinarians who had just completed their certification, either IVIS or CHI, like within the last year, some of them who literally finished the month before the mastermind started, all the way up through vets who have been certified for, for 10 plus years. But again, that whole pain point of they're just not using it as much as they would like to, or perhaps they'd like to be um, a greater percentage integrative, but they've feel, they've, they've had to focus on the Western aspect uh, for many, many years to sort of build up their practice. And and now they're getting ready to go more towards um, providing 100% of the holistic or integrative care uh, because maybe they have associate who's who's taking over uh, the Western. So it's been really interesting to have all these different styles of vets um, in the groups, as well as coming from various regions of the world. So I've had vets from the Netherlands, from Australia, from Canada, um, Italy, and I'm trying to think where else. I mean, I know Germany, I think I'm probably missing a few, but suffice to say, just the international aspect of it has been really cool. And I was super worried about that because the live offerings, you know, when I have a live event, when I have a live office hours, I, I, um, you know, it's at a specific time. And so I've tried to be really conscious of providing enough variation in the times that I have the the live office hours so that vets from different parts of the world have an option to attend live. If they can't attend live, they can email me the questions and watch the recording later. But there's something fun about us being on live together, kind of like we are now in this um, in this interview. So um, yeah, so the demographics are super interesting. I've also had it's it's majority female, but I think that's um, to be expected because our field is so high. The, the percentage of female vets is so high. Um, but I've also had males take the course, and and that's been really exciting for me. Uh, I'm I'm really glad that I have. Uh, a mix of genders in, in the mastermind series, because I think it brings even more, um, it brings in even a wider range of perspective for the mind sharing piece. Yeah. So, yeah. I see, um, 
for me, from my vantage point, looking at how the, the future of holistic medicine or integrated medicine, I see a just a, a big the big issue is, you know, yeah, you can have a solo doc who's maybe doing uh, holistic only. Maybe they have one or two staff members, and that's viable. But when you try to increase the the uh, the amount that you're offering. You know, increasing the amount of your st- staff members or trying to have multiple doctors doing holistic only, it's just a matter of how to organize those practices and charge and market in order to, to make that a viable venture. Most uh, practices I see, you know, you have, a, like you described, you might have a holistic practitioner or an integrated practitioner in what would be considered a more traditional practice. And that itself can be viable, but the idea of having... Um, almost, uh, you know, whole, a holistic specialty practice, I think we need to find ways to, to make that a viable option for people and, and, uh, and promote that, you know, how to, how to make that a livable option, especially for, um, for multi, maybe a multi-practice or multi-doctor practice. So we can think about having those practices live on, you know, with, uh, retirement and that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And and we actually address sustainability in the series. I, I address it more than just, I don't, you know, I don't want to sound like a broken record with the mastermind thing during this interview. <laughs> it is it is what I'm offering now. And it is something that I think is really helpful for veterinarians. But the, the vet only Facebook page, um, Facebook group, I'm sorry, that I'm running, um, Everyday Acupuncture for Veterinarians. Um, I also bring up a lot of... Um, or I also focus a lot and try to bring up those tough conversations about um, sustainability when it comes to really profitability in our practices. If we are going to provide either a completely holistic or an integrative um, approach to animal medical care. Um, and I do offer some, I offer strategies for that in the mastermind, but we talk a lot about it and mind share a lot about it in the Facebook group. And some of it isn't, providing answers. You know, I don't have all the answers and I'm, I know that, um, it's really just providing support, um, and boosting the morale and being positive, um, or providing maybe the positivity for our colleagues when, um, they're maybe not seeing the possibilities because they might be in a really difficult place or maybe they want to be sustainable, but it's just not happening. And so I completely agree that we do need to find a way for integrative hospitals or 100% holistic hospitals to um, be viable for providing um, a good quality of life for the veterinarians working in them or the owners, you know, operating and working in them. Um, And also for the patients, because, you know, the whole reason that we're doing this is because we've seen how acupuncture and alternative modalities have like, greatly enhance the quality of life for our patients. And um, I think what it really comes down to, and it it can be hard, um, but what it really comes down to is, is doing some goal setting and figuring out, you know, the numbers around if your goal is to be 100% integrative, um, you know, which is different than 100% holistic, like, what does that actually mean? Like how many patients do you need to see? And what does each one of those appointments need to generate? And these are what I call the not fun conversations when it comes to veterinary medicine, because I don't think any of us like talking about it. 
But if we don't talk about it, if we don't come up with a way to receive the appropriate value for our time and our expertise as integrative veterinarians or holistic um, or veterinarians specializing in providing holistic options, then we won't be sustainable and, and we won't be able to, to keep our practices around in the future to offer this, this for um, our patients who need it so um, so dearly to maintain a happier quality of life as they deal with chronic problems or aging or whatever it may be. Uh, so I'm not afraid of those tough conversations. And I will say that in a small group setting, you know, when you have only 15 or less vets who are signed, signed in and um, asking questions and sharing thoughts, it's, I think, a lot less intimidating to talk about uh, the financial aspects that um, I think a lot of veterinarians shy away from because we're just not comfortable around it. Um, and, and that's, I mean, we always put the patient first. And I think as veterinarians, that's obviously important. We need to do that. But if we don't also pull forward um, the importance of our own livelihood and creating a, a practice that is financially sustainable, then we, we won't be here. You know, we, we aren't there to put the patient first. So yeah. yeah, we talk about it a lot. Well, I've got one more comment about that. And then I want to ask you something, to, yeah. a, a tiered thing. You know, it's going to be interesting to see now with, uh, depending on where you live with $5 gasoline or $8 gasoline and how elastic the, the market is as far as uh, uh, the client's willingness to pay for these sorts of, you know, for these, it's just going to be interesting to watch that happen. So, you know, when I think about a traditional mastermind, I think about a small group of people that are getting together to discuss issues and you've got the the front end with the training modules. Um, and then when they come in for, uh, the office hour section, what kind of flavor is it? You know, everybody's working then probably from a, at least with a similar background because they've absorbed those modules that you've produced, but uh, what kind of flavor is it to discuss cases in the office hour setting with people that have been trained through what four to five, maybe different, different, uh, acupuncture training programs. Well, um, so, so that has been interesting too. Like this mastermind series, I have, you know, I'm putting it out there to provide education to help vets learn and implement, um, implement even more so than learning, I think. Um, but, I have learned so much. And so what I have learned, one thing I have learned is where the gaps are in the different programs. And I'm not going to get into all the details, but because I have different veterinarians who took different programs, um, for example, one thing that has come up a lot is the extraordinary vessels, which I use quite frequently. And, um, it's it's interesting the different levels of understanding around that particular um, particular model, I guess you would call it, of, of acupuncture. And I'm just setting, I'm just using that as an example um, because it, the 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 um, discrepancy was actually quite huge. It's like okay, some of the vets knew exactly what I was talking about, and then I actually had a veterinarian who said you know what, I, I got to let you know, I don't even know what the extraordinary vessels are, you know? Um, and so that was just, that's just one example. So what I do with that, when, um, when I see that kind of discrepancy or, um, there seems to be a missing piece is I actually create bonus materials. 
And so we touch on it in office hours. Um, office hours are usually about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, so we'll touch on it in office hours. There will be questions in the chat box, or perhaps the person will ask me by taking, you know, they, it depends on the size of the group if we use chat box or if we actually um, take ourselves off a of mute and, and speak to each other that way. Um, but anyways, if I notice that there is a missing piece, what I'll do is I will um, try to keep it really succinct for that office hour so that we can move on to the next topic. But then I create a bonus material um, and then I put that in the bonus section of the mastermind. And then in some cases, I even create a webinar. <laughs> so um, I'm actually going to be announcing um, I'm going to be uh, I just had an extraordinary vessel webinar race approved. And it's not about taking a deep dive into theory. And I don't want to compete with the amazing instructors out there who um, give entire courses on extraordinary vessels. It's basically going to be like, um, you know, here are the top four to five situations that I use the extraordinary vessels in every day. And a quick recap of those of the extraordinary vessels from the TCBM point of view um, and their superpowers, I call them. So um, to answer your question, I, I'm not very good at being succinct because my mind is always generating ideas while I talk. <laughs> um, but to answer your question, I will provide extra materials for the vets in the, in the mastermind. Sometimes I will go ahead and um, if it's something I feel like I need to bring to my greater uh, Facebook group community, I'll put it out there and get feedback and find out like, okay, here's what I'm seeing in the group. Is this a missing piece for a lot of vets out there? You know, um, and so I'll post a question in that group and I'll get the feedback that way. And um, in some cases, I'll create an entire webinar. So, so far, the webinars I've created in situations like this have been um, TCBM pulse diagnosis, streamlining it. So just getting TCBM pulse diagnosis to a place where vets feel like they understand it enough and, and they know the basics well enough to just try it in every single appointment, you know? Um, and then, uh, because what I found with TCVM pulse diagnosis, kind of like the extraordinary vessels, the, there's a huge discrepancy in, um, the level of confidence that the AccuVets have around that. And some of that comes from the program programs that they took, or it just comes from, uh, what they chose to focus on while going through that program, you know, and it's all of the programs there's so much information. Like we cover, we try to cover an entire medical module, a medical model, not module, entire medical model that is mostly foreign to our brains in a really short period of time. And so, yeah, of course there are going to be missing pieces, missing links. The different programs are going to highlight or focus on different things. And that will show up in the office hours in the form of questions. So again, I just listen, like I get the questions, I listen, I take it in and I think, well, how can I be helpful in this area? Okay, well, you know, I'm not going to give an entire course on the extraordinary vessels, but could I do a webinar on the most common situations to use them? Yeah, I can do that, you know, and so uh, that's, that's how I approach it in um, as far as like, what do I do with, with different frets, with different um, levels of experience, as well as um, different. Uh, oh my gosh, I feel like my my I feel like my mind is starting to 
<laughs> starting to have discrepancies. <laughs> haven't haven't um, gone through different training programs. That yeah, we've gone okay. through a different training programs. Now, last time we talked about uh, IVIS a little bit because you have familiarity with their program and and what kind of um, the level of business training that they give in the course. Have you, without being specific about the other courses, have you seen, is it similar to IVIS or is there a wide, is it across the board as to what uh, acupuncture students are getting in the way of business management? Yeah, so far. Um, so I'm familiar with IVIS and actually for IVIS, I created a mini, a mini course um, as a collaboration with IVIS that focuses specifically, it's three modules on business implementation. And so um, that focuses only on the business, pretty much only on the business aspect and, um, and implementing it from that standpoint. Um, so yes, I'm familiar there. And from what I can say from this cross section of vets, I mean, of course, I've only worked uh, intimately with 50 of them. Uh, but I do hear from my, my group is over 450 vets strong now. And so I hear from a lot of those vets on a daily basis. Um, I do think, I can't say for certain, but I do think that um, all of the programs have, you leave all of the programs with a gap because it's just like getting out of vet school. You really need to, you really focus on the medical aspects and on the patient care because that's sort of the no matter what um, of taking the programs. You know, if you don't have that, uh, then you don't have anything to implement anyway. Um, and and so there's this gap, just like after veterinary school, when you took four years of, of academia and then you are kind of thrown into practice. And I think that gap exists with all the programs based on the cross-section of vets that I'm working with. You know, it's possible that, um, there are veterinarians that, that took in more information about the business implementation aspect, and they're just not showing up in my group because they, they've got it all figured out. But, um, I actually, I don't think that's the case because, because our programs, our basic acupuncture training programs are, they're meant for us to learn about the TCM model and, um, how to make a TCVM diagnosis, how to identify treatment principles, and then how to choose points to address those TCM principles or patterns of imbalance. I mean, that is what we need to focus on. And in the, what I'll call short period of time that we have in those courses, I, I completely understand. I completely gotcha. understand. And I'm actually thankful because I feel like it's given me a place it's given me a place in this integrative medicine world where I can be helpful and feel useful. And like, I have a purpose that differentiates me from the programs that have supported me or the organizations that have supported me. And I certainly want to compliment them and not be in um, competition with them. And so the mastermind has been perfect for me in that respect, because I really build on what those programs are already providing. Very good. 
Nell, I think this is a good place for us to stop. Um, thank you so much for for describing what you're doing. I think the idea of masterminds uh, in our business is a, is a really good one. There's, I think there's a ton of ways to do it, and it's interesting to hear what you're doing. And also, before we go, I want to congratulate you on getting raise approval for yours because um, I know what's involved in that, both financially and logistically. So <laughs> it's really nice uh, for us. You know, I, I think we all struggle doing the kind of work that we do to, to be able to do CE and also get it uh, to count toward our license renewal. So thank you for that. Yeah. Well, thank you for recognizing that and acknowledging it. I, I know most vets out there don't actually know how much goes into getting race approval and how expensive it is. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I appreciate you. I appreciate everything that the different organizations do. CIVT, IVIS, um, CHI, you know, all of the different education, I can't possibly mention all of them, but all of the different um, academia education providers out there who are supporting integrative med- medicine veterinarians and wanting to make race um, race accredited programs. I, I really appreciate all of us out there doing that because we need it and it adds credibility to our field as well. Um, this particular series is approved for 10 hours. And um, I'm really super proud of that. And the webinars that I host are um, always, I mean, I always plan to have them race approved. I think it's important. And when I host a webinar, I try to make that piece really affordable and accessible for veterinarians around the world, um, including those that are that are practicing in countries where, you know, the exchange rate is is really, really um, difficult. And the last thing I, I do want to say, because you brought it up um, when you said, you know, with gas being um, $5 a gallon and all of this inflation and, and just worry that people are carrying with them about finances right now and about that and making us as veterinarians worry about whether or not people are going to be able to afford the care or to provide us with the value that we need to continue to provide um, what we are putting out there for our patients. I would say just keep doing what you're doing. Um, try to stay positive every day. I, my husband and I bought our practice right before the economic crisis of 2008. So I feel like if you've been through that crisis, you might have a a different level of resiliency than, some vets who have not. And this reminds me a lot of that crisis. And it was hard because people were struggling to pay their house mortgages. So it was hard for them to afford vet care. Um, so while it is a worry, the way that I got through it was that I actually um, I actually just focused on providing for my patients on a local level. And I went and got acupuncture certified because we had less patients and I had more time. And after a few years, things rebounded and, you know, we're in a whole different place now. So, you know, there are going to be tough spots, but I feel like we'll get through them. We especially can get through them if we have the support of our colleagues and forming a community that is supportive and not intimidating is one of the biggest reasons why I chose to start the Facebook group and the mastermind series. Very good. Yeah. Great to talk to you again. Yeah. uh, I really appreciate it being invited and um, chatting with you.
All right. We'll talk soon. Okay. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. This podcast is made possible through the generous support of the College of Integrative Veterinary Therapies. ZIVT provides world-leading education in natural medicine, including three accredited postgraduate qualifications, industry-recognized certifications, and a wide range of evidence-based courses and webinars delivered by qualified and experienced practitioners. By bridging cutting-edge science and tradition, CIVT helps you to expand your treatment options to tackle your most challenging cases. And whether you're a veterinarian, veterinary technician or nurse, animal health professional, or someone who wants to learn more, they have the right course for you. Investigate their offerings at civtedu.org. If you're enjoying this podcast, we'd appreciate if you'd take the time to tell a friend and to give us a favorable rating on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for your support. We'll see you next time.